You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Wake up Tucson. 1030 the voice. Local news and talk. I think hanging out with Triple G has been I'm getting a little more raspy. Doing the on purpose rasp. I'll never, <laughs> never live beyond the raspiness. How do you describe his voice? Well, it's raspy. In a world. What uh so what do you what, so were you always raspy? Did you smoke for ten years? What happened? No, it's just my dad had a similar <laughs> voice. My voice is slightly deeper than his. It just it just came out that way. But it doesn't suit everybody. I remember um, I started being the voiceover guy for a bunch of the stations that carried the Nights with Alice Cooper show. Ah. And there was a radio group out in California. There were like five stations. And uh, four of them were like, you know, well, we love this guy. And the guy at the station in Monterey was kind of the PD for all of them. But the guy who ran the station, I believe it was in... um, I'm trying to read Chico in Chico, California. Chico. He was like, dear God, Chico. I don't want this guy. This isn't the guy I wanted. <laughs> Get this guy off my station. Chico, California. So, yeah, I'm not for everybody. Uh, you're just it's, fine. You're just fine for us, Triple G. It's just sad. We just found. We were, we were just talking about CB Radio, and we wanted. We're talking about our our, our handles. I'm going with D Train, which is my sports nickname. Uh, Mark is Van the Man. Morocco was uh, Deep Dish. <laughs> we're calling you Triple G until uh, until anything different. Um, the um, uh, Doctor Neil, our guy out in, of course, beautiful Pomerine, he actually is a truck driver. So his handle is, this is great, there's Zirconia Flash. <laughs> he says, my RFD mailing address was Zirconia, North Carolina. So Zirconia Flash. Well, that's, that's how I got to remember the next time I see Neil. That's what I'm going to be calling him. Um, one of our listeners said, please tell Mark that Sally Field is wonderful in 80 for Brady. It is a feel-good movie. So... Um, it's uh, it's like it feels like a little bit of a road movie for uh, senior ladies. Uh, looks pretty fun, fun little cast. So, eighty for Brady. It's Super Bowl weekend yesterday. Um, Danny Sawaya from Tucson Strength and I, and then Bill Beard was also up there. Catherine Townsend and a few other folks, and um, we were there for Dr. Teresa Cullen, who's the current. I forgot that she was still our, <laughs> still our uh, health director. Uh, uh, the racist Katie Hobbs uh, appointed her uh, wants her to be the state health director which of course if you've lived under the heel of Dr. of Dr. Uh, Yellen down here Colin down here you would be like uh, mm. so I will tell you that under questioning by Senator Kerr, Shemp and then um, Mr. Um, that guy the uh, the board chair it'll come back to me. Uh, he they were especially the board chair. He worked her over, and she obfuscated, stumbled, stared into space, and didn't know what to say. She backtracked on multiple things, multiple things. So let's do this, and um, 
when we were talking about this in the first hour a little bit, I was just giving you off of some of my notes. One of our one of our listeners, uh, we call him Eastside. He said, um, he said, it's coming here. Uh, thank you to all the Tucson men media print and otherwise of two years of softball questions and shoulder rub interviews which you left Cullen unprepared for any real questioning maybe they helped torpedo this promotion so thank you ah that's pretty good (laughs) all right let's uh so let's go we're gonna start off so uh senator kerr s-i-n-e is her first name i don't know if it's signy sign sign kerr sign sounds like you know some sort of good Irish name, but um, she asked her about a quote in KVOA. So we're going to do one section of that. We're going to talk. The next one will be Pima County curfews, then the Wall of Shame, and then uh, Danny Sawaya and Old Big Mouth uh, get their two minutes of uh, of rant. So, uh, Mister uh, Mister Greg, sorry, Triple G, play hit the play button, please. And you got to hit the uh, unmute thing on the uh, video thing. Criticized Governor Ducey's executive order to lift some restrictions. And you said in a press meeting, quote, I know the restriction on business has been very difficult and some have had to stop operating and we're all tired of the mask and of the mask and limitations. But I urge businesses to think about the safety of their customer and their own employees. We need people to keep wearing masks. We need people to limit their gatherings and how many people are in a closed area without ventilation. We need everyone, not just businesses, to take this seriously. And that was on KVOA. Uh, can you explain your criticism of the Ducey order to lift some restrictions over a year into the pandemic? Yeah, thank you, Senator Hoffman, Senator Kerr. I think it's important to note that I'm I, as a public health director, do not do restrictions, but I do comment on them in terms of what I'm seeing in my own community and what she doesn't do uh, restrictions. Probably aware, for instance, today. Maricopa County is in moderate COVID transmission. What's great is, is the Board of Soup says we're just following her. So, and then she says, well, oh, I don't do those. There's those other people over there. What was happening and make recommendations to our communities. We did issue PHAs, multiple public health advisories, and we used them as mechanisms to ensure that we were sharing what we were seeing in the community in terms of the cases. I must admit, I don't recall exactly what the case numbers were at that point, but if they were still trending high, I would have recommended that people continue to consider wearing masks. Thank you. That's in 2021 she's talking about. That's not even... You can keep going. Next question. Um, So when Governor Ducey lifted the mask mandate, Pima County dismissed the order and stated, Teresa Cullen will continue to instruct health inspectors to enforce the mask mandate. Please explain your decision to ignore the state directive. And that was in the... Tucson Weekly uh, in March of 21. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Hoffman. I, I mean, Senator Hoffman, Senator Kerr. Yeah, you are. <laughs> There's more to come. Um, um, I, as the public health director, I did not have a mask mandate. What I don't know is that if at that time <laughs> our board of supervisors had a mask mandate because they were the ones that could have done a mask mandate. And if they had done 
She didn't know if we were, we had a mask mandate? I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we did or not. I don't remember. I mean, come on. You're the one who would tell them to do a mask mandate. It wasn't my problem. Oh, my Lord. All right, please play for her. On that, I would have recommend. I would have tried to enforce it because they're who I was employed by. <laughs> and the, the primary advisor to the county, Board of Supervisors. I, myself as well as our chief medical officer, Dr. Garcia. Thank you. Um, so um, in June of 2021, the legislature passed Senate Bill 1824, and that bill prohibited state and local governments from mandating COVID vaccines. Are you familiar with the bill signed by the governor on June 30th of 2021? Senator Hoffman, Senator Kerr, I, I am sure I saw that bill. I don't recall it right now, but I'm sure I was familiar with it. Are you familiar with the fact that the law was set to take effect on September 29th of 2021? Senator Hoffman, Senator Kerr, once again, I I don't recollect that, but my guess is I did know that at some time. So after the Captain Confidence passed, here. But before the effective date, that was the September 29th date of the legislation, Pima County in August of 2021 adopted a vaccine mandate that all employees be COVID vaccinated or be punished with a county imposed fine for not being vaccinated. One could say that the board at your direction was attempting to circumvent the law. Um, what would you have to say to that? Senator Hoffman, Senator Kerr, um, I would say that our board is an independent board. Um, I do not go to the board meetings. I do submit to the board uh, regular updates that are available on our website that have been submitted. They go in as memos to the administrator and then they're pushed out to the board members. Uh, so I, I can't, con and I don't, uh, because of other commitments, I don't even listen to the board meetings. Sometimes somebody sends me a snippet. So I don't know what happened during the board meeting when they made that decision. All right, let's hit pause there. Um, let's go to break. Uh, I know Bill's on. Uh, there's so much I got to get through this hour. So you're on the Wake Up Tucson show. We're playing the humiliating kick in the crotch, as Sting once sang. Uh, that is the Senate confirmation hearing for Dr. Janet Cullen. Janet, I got to make a Helen, whatever, Dr. Cullen. Teresa, I'll get it before it's all over with uh, Jake Hoffman's uh, uh, committee in the Senate. Uh, as we move through here, we'll get to her talking about, uh, she just said she doesn't pay attention to the Board of Soups meetings. We just push out memos. We're cool. The great communicator here. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the, the, the wall of shame, and we're going to talk about um, curfews when we come back. Wake up. All right. Welcome back to the Wake Up Tucson show. We're taking you on the deep dive of uh, Dr. Cullen's uh, confirmation hearing, which is getting under slash misreported in the media already, other than the Arizona Daily Independent, who Loretta and the crew got it right over there, uh, is they're saying that, oh, it's just done on partisan, that she basically went 3-2, that they did not recommend her for confirmation to the full Senate. And the two Democrats, which was Birch and Alston, you would actually look at, after you hear, if you watch the whole thing, and Dr. Cullen changing her mind, obfuscating, staring into space, uh, all of these things, you wouldn't go, I mean, they did it because Katie's on the same team, 
but there's nothing about politics on one. The, previously, the lady who was getting confirmed for DES, 50 minutes, and they and she got approved 5-0. That's not going to be in some of these stories. She comes up, four to five hour hearing, and she was a train wreck and was properly shot down. Let's go. We're going to skip to uh, curfews. So let's do the, let's do the curfew discussion. And this is uh, the chairman, uh, Jake Hoffman, who did a great job. He's got a great delivery, and he's smart and paying attention with uh, Dr. Sergeant Schultz here. Colin, I would appreciate it if you would stick to, as the, my question did, your guidance and recommendations, yes. not on the actions of the board. Yes. Okay? I'm asking about what you did, not what the board did. Yes. I. Uh, so I'd like you to explain, give us some more background on your guidance to the board. And I'd also like to add um, on your collaboration with stakeholders that would be impacted by the curfew. Yes, Senator Hoffman, thank you. Uh, I don't have my guidance in front of me, but I would... I, I would assume that I based this guidance on what we were seeing in terms, once again, of our increasing caseload. Our in a, this is when vaccines are starting. They're starting December 17th. Our inability, we have no therapeutics, we have no vaccines, and we have a hospital system that is overwhelmed at this point. So the recommendation was to do this curfew. And what was your collaboration with stakeholders about that decision? So impacted stakeholders, right? People who would be adversely affected by that recommendation. What was your collaboration uh, with them? At this point, there was a back to business committee and I don't recall explicitly, but I imagine we had a conversation with them. But in terms of, for instance, a prolonged discussion with them, I, that did not happen. Okay. So no discussion with anyone getting pounded by the curfew. Thank you, Senator Huffman. Um, I'm going to back up just a second. You said that there was no treatments. Is that correct? Did you just make that statement at that time? Yes, you said no there was no treatments for corona. Well, there, there weren't any of the antivirals available at that point. Uh, Senator Hoffman, Senator Champ. Mr. Hoffman? Yeah, Senator Champ. One quick question. Public health, do we not talk about weight, antioxidants? Any kind of other? This is uh, Senator Shemp. She's a actual nurse. Utilized. I just that that concerns me that you say that there was no therapies if we're specifically prescriptive antivirals, but there were other therapies. Senator Hoffman, Senator Shemp, you are right. There were other. Okay. There are other therapies. There are other treatments available, but there were no defined their antiviral therapeutics at Thank that point. Thank you for the clarification. Thank you. Dr. Cohen, sticking with my line of questioning, did you meet with the businesses that would be affected by the curfew at all? I, Senator Hoffman, I do not believe we, I do not recall doing that. Okay. Um, so, you know, you talked about the, uh, I, th I think you called it the back to business task force, right? And it, it is true that that was your initial position with the county was you were hired as uh, the vice chair? Um, Senator Hoffman, I was hired in a part-time role for May, and I was assigned the vice chair by the administrator for that committee. So as somebody who has interacted, right, quite, you know, I would imagine uh, substantially. She's on the vice chair for the back-to-business, but she didn't Did talk to businesses. But from whoever was their new, the new liaison 
to that task force about the businesses that would be impacted by your recommendation for a curfew? Senator Hoffman, I do not believe I did that. Okay. Um, all right. So on January 5th, 2021, uh, business owners, so those impacted uh, by the mandatory curfew, challenged that curfew in court because it was, quote, eliminating thousands of jobs. Now, they named you specifically in the lawsuit, and the judge sided with the business and against you. Do you feel that the economic devastation of your recommendation for a mandatory, mandatory curfew order was a reasonable casualty of government regulation? Senator Hoffman, no, I, I don't think that. I don't think that we knew what the impact would be. So, Dr. Cullen, going back to a prior statement that you made, you implemented a policy which resulted in thousands of jobs being eliminated. And yet, by your own admission, you didn't even have a conversation with even your own government task force on getting business back to work prior to making that recommendation. Reconcile that for me. Senator Hoffman, I cannot reconcile that. I'm, we are in the process right now of working with our businesses to look at what the economic impact was during the pandemic. All right, let's stop there for it a sec because we're coming up on that. So she just said we're working with our businesses. Remember, the county was asked by their own small business commission, Carlos Ruiz, Janae Arenas, Josh Jacobson, and, and the crew, right, to spend money with an outside com uh, auditor to do this. Uh, and remember, they got shot down. So I don't know what she's talking about, if it's something different. Remember, this is when they were asking for this. Adelita Grijalva said she wanted the committee investigated for asking for doing something like that. I'm telling you, man. It feels, it's not even real. It's almost like a, you know what it feels like, Triple G? It feels like a pseudo-echo to me. Oh, great tie-in. Thank you very much. Well, <laughs> when we come back, we'll continue this a little bit. Wall of shame, but I want to get to Danny Sawaya from Tucson Strength before this show's over. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. Welcome back to Wake Up Tucson. We're playing, oh, it's 80s Friday. We're doing 80s Friday. We got Triple G filling in for ESQ. And uh, we're playing the Dr. Cullen train wreck of a confirmation hearing. Uh, bill number one was there. And uh, Bill, call back when you get a shot. We'll uh, fit you in. Uh, uh, whenever you call in, I'll put you back in. But let's play a little bit. More. Dr. Cullen just admitted, basically, as the vice chair of the Back to Business uh, Committee, she did not talk to any businesses when it came to the uh, horrible curfew idea. And remember, they hired regular, they paid extra t money to regular Pima County employees to sneak around and do secret reports on businesses. What is Possible this? That East Germany. Of jobs lost at that time. I mean, the, the Dr. Cullen, the court agreed so, and that's why they overturned the mandatory curfew. But I, I go back to one of the planks that you laid out in your opening statement was strong leadership is critically necessary. And I, I guess I'm struggling to see strong leadership in that you were recommending policies that could potentially, by any reasonable understanding of the policies that you were recommending, result in the loss of thousands of jobs. Now, you've already talked about uh, depression and suicide and despair that have all skyrocketed over the course of the pandemic. But
but yet you recommended policies that directly compounded those very problems for the people of Pima County, specifically for the business owners and the employees that were affected by your recommendation. But you did that without even having a conversation with business stakeholders and by your own admission without having a conversation with even the business task force that the county had set up to help get businesses back to work. That doesn't seem like strong leadership. So what do you say to that? Senator Hoffman, I, I don't have a great response to you. What I know is that there were many moving pieces and we were making decisions on a daily basis about what we believed would be best to save lives. You know, given that we've seen suicide rates increase in the hundreds of percentile range in some places three four five six hundred percent and that that's across all demographics that doesn't even take into account the highest spikes right young people older people um, people who lost their livelihoods I you know I understand your concern for the loss of life I do but I question, I question how narrowly you were defining the loss of life and the impact that your decisions were having on people. Amen. Because they, they were much more vast than your judgment at the time allowed you to see. All right, let's stop there for a sec. So let's move on. Uh, let's bring on Bill Beard. He was there with me and uh, Danny Sawaya. He's in the middle of a wind tunnel right now. Bill, welcome aboard. Hi, good morning. Um, I, I, I know it was not her intention, uh, but... No, Bill, Bill, no, Bill I, I, I wasn't kidding. You sound like you're in a wind tunnel. I can barely hear you. You okay? Or you're on top of a plane? I can't hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm on the freeway. Uh, is this better? Not really, but just, 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 just go. We'll see what we can do. Okay. Um, that you, you need to give her credit for one thing. It wasn't her intention, I know this uh, for sure, uh, but she did illustrate one thing that uh, during the reign of uh, Lord Huckleberry, uh, the people that were the quote-unquote directors of the various departments uh, were there in name only. The true director of every department in the county during Huckleberry's reign was Lord Huckleberry. It was not the, the various directors. Now, she multiple times and in multiple ways, uh, both before and after that, but, uh, you know, the, the, the bottom line is she tried to have it always, uh, depending upon the question, um, you know, it was, uh, she used the royal we uh, on multiple occasions when it was convenient to her narrative, uh, but when it was not convenient, uh, it was always about somebody else. Doug Deacon's fault or Chuck Huckleberry's fault uh, for why certain things were said and done. Um, and this highlighted it. She was a train wreck in oh so many ways, and um, anybody that uh, watches even a few minutes of her testimony fumbling all over herself cannot 
you know, in good conscience say this would be a good director of Arizona uh, health services uh, for the entire state. It just was a train wreck all across the board. Bill, I'm going to let you go because of the wind tunnel, but thanks for what you do. Thanks for being there yesterday and speaking up for Pima County. I appreciate it, buddy. There we go. Um, let's actually let's let's keep playing what you got here. Let's let's go let's go to the next question by uh, Chair Chair Hoffman here. The Pima County Health Department, under your guidance, created the PimaReady.org website, which targeted businesses who Pima County found in violation of its COVID regulations. This is the wall of shame. Some would say, I would say, that this would be an attempt by the county to shame businesses. What purpose do you think that this website served? Senator Hoffman, I, th- I think it is important to note that not everything that the county did, I created. I did not create the business ready. I did not create the blues. There's a blue stamp that goes with that. So the blue stamp, she didn't create that either, the one that says you're ready for business? She just said she didn't create that either. You're the health director. You created the program to roll it out, okay, or the program to go and regulate businesses with it. But the PimaReady.org fell under the Pima County Department of Health. It did. The, um, Senator Hoffman, the evaluation of that fell under our Consumer Health and Food Safety, which is a division of the Department of Health. So we were engaged once it had been created with doing the evaluations. Dr. Cullen, as the leader of that department, does the buck stop with you? The buck, um, Senator Hoffman, the buck for the evaluations and what happened based on concerns that were reported to us. Part of this included a website where individuals could report concerns they were seeing in the community was under my direct supervision. It was under your career. Yes. Yes. So I ask again, does the buck stop with you? Yeah. Because, thank you. Senator Hoffman, yes. The thank buck you. does stop with me That's, cr- that's for that I, part. I, I appreciate you acknowledging that. So now that we've acknowledged that, and you're on the record as, yes, it was in your department, A, and B, as the leader of that department, the buck stops with you. What purpose do you think a website that shames businesses for their following or inability to follow COVID regulations, what purpose do you think that that serves? Senator Hoffman, I think uh, it had little purpose. So Dr. Cullen, why under your leadership did you allow it to happen? Senator Hoffman, I was directed to allow it to happen, so I did. You were directed to allow it to shame businesses? Not to shame businesses, but to allow it to be established and be and have business names put on it. Dr. Cullen, who directed you to do that? Um, the former administrator. Chuck Huckleberry. The county. And you I know keep telling you, he sucks. Operating it? If any, was that? Senator Hoffman, I, I, I don't know that. So Dr. Cullen, if you were directed as the director of the Department of Health for the state of Arizona, if you were directed by the governor's office to shame businesses, would you do that? Senator Hoffman, I would never intentionally do anything that would shame 
businesses. But you did it. So Dr. Cullen, the website you allowed to be created that you or that you oversaw the creation of, I'll, I'll caveat that it, you weren't the one necessarily allowing it, but you were overseeing it. That's exactly what took place. And so I, I guess you can say you would never intentionally do it, except it did occur mm -hmm. and it did occur under your leadership and you allowed it to continue to occur. Did you go to the county administrator and raise concerns and say, sir, this is, I assume, sir, madam, right? Uh, this is shaming businesses. I don't think this is the right approach. Do you recall ever having done that? Senator Hoffman, I do recall that the head of our consumer health and food safety and I had concerns about what we what was happening, and we did share those concerns. I I'm not clear that we said you need to shut it down. All right, let's go to break. So, uh, again, so a buster on the curfew thing. She said the, the, the wall of shame had no purpose, right? And then she basically said, well, we had concerns, but we didn't say to Huckleberry, you shouldn't do this, right? So remember, let's go, just show you a little bit. Sergeant Zuniga, the guy who called up Nanos for lying to the Board of Soups, he has emails where he goes publicly and copies everyone on it to, to say, you shouldn't have done this. That's not the way it happened. So my thing is, you if you really thought the wall of shame was bad, there should be something in writing that you said, dear, dear Lord Huckleberry, this is bad. She's weak. She sucks at communicating. She sucks at communicating. And I'm telling you, the more you hear this, the two Democrats have said, oh, yeah, she's great. Right? And Hobbs, of course, is trying to save face. Oh, this was just political. Katie, you picked up a horrible candidate. Was this the, was this the, Adelita asked you to take this great one? Or maybe Adelita was smart. Let's get her off our hands. All right, when we come back, you'll hear uh, Chris's big mouth two minutes and then Danny Sawaya, who was much better than me. I had to adjust on the fly because... Mr. Uh, Mr. Hoffman, he took all my all all a good portion of which was great. He did his job. He got the research, probably from the restaurant owners, is what I'm thinking. And he and he just eviscerated her in a calm manner. You've noticed he doesn't get mad, right? He just walks her through, and she just keeps punching herself in the face. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 10th of the Voice, local news and talk. Let's go. Look at you deep tracking me on some power station. Little communication. Best song they ever did. <laughs> Although I do like the other spinoff, like six months later, Arcadia, oh, and the song right. uh, Goodbye is Forever and Election Day. I remember Election Day very well. So, well, little Durani uh, spinoffs, as we like to say. Uh, so they are, uh, Duran is touring for my Duran girls. This feels like a roadie. They're not in Phoenix, but they are in Vegas. Uh, Duran Duran and then um, Nile Rodgers and a group called Bastille are touring in the late summer, early autumn. You know, I had the pleasure of actually meeting Nile Rodgers in Vegas like 20 years ago. He seems like an affable bloke. He was a very affable bloke, and I actually congratulated him for kind of being the father of modern dance music, and I think he enjoyed that comment. Look at you. Good job. 
What a sweet talker, Betty Crocker. I'm such a smart guy. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to, they have like their, their testimony. Bill Beard spoke, uh, Catherine Townsend. There was one lady who was a nurse who basically went after, uh, from Phoenix, who went after Dr. Cullen for her comment about the great resignation of healthcare workers. And she kind of gave her, well, it's kind of tone deaf because you're kind of part of the reason why these kind of bad decisions and lack of communication and vax mandates is why nurses and doctors blew out of the business in the first place. Um, there were two, so there was two people who, so, so a lady from ARP got up. She's some hack for ARP. Says she represents 900,000 people. And she talked about grandparents who during the pandemic couldn't be seen by their grandkids as they were dying, blah, blah, blah. For like an hour, for a minute and 50 seconds. And at the end she goes, oh yeah, and we support Dr. Cullen. You're like, ugh, another reason not to join ARP, right? And then this guy, Will Hummel, Humble, who used to run the health department, he's on Burt Lee's show once in a while. And after she got eviscerated, after he heard all this stuff of her choking on, backing off, whatever, he's like, oh yeah, she's great. You're like, what? That's at that point when they call you, you be you, you should be at home having dinner, Will Humble. Jesus. Yeesh. Uh so let's get to I went for we just when we when you sign in on the request to speak, I went first and then Danny went second. So let's uh let's start with Chris D. Simone after this hairy man in the blue. Right your time. Chris Desimone. Next we have Chris Desimone. Not my best work. I was on on the fly. I got I got some point. I made Ho- I hate I made Hoffman laugh at the beginning and at the end. Simone, thank you and good evening. Uh, cathartic day for the the uh, citizens of Pima County today. What you guys exposed in your good questions with the good doctor is really something that a bunch of us have been waiting for for two years now. Okay, I was torn. I was like, please take Dr. Cullen off of our hands. But I do love the state of Arizona. And so I decided to come up and stay here for seven hours with my with my friend Danny and Bill here. Um, just want to add a little bit to your uh, some of your questioning. When she did the curfew, right, Pima County used regular employees to actually go into businesses and basically write little snitch reports. And send them into basically, basic. I would call it terrorize local businesses and go back to the health department and then tell them who was playing ball and who wasn't with how they thought they should be running their business or in relation to health protocols. Oh, and then they got laughed out of court. That wasn't even like a close one. All right. Uh, so we, the county wasted money on that one, too. Um, the other thing was, uh, again, you're going to hear it. They didn't do anything to go out there and say, how do you prevent from getting COVID? What's the long-term strategy? How do you improve your health? I don't know. I keep hearing things like, you know, vitamin D, lose weight, do, you know, various things like this. Never come, it doesn't come out. Maybe she has a memo out there, but I'm telling you, no big push to educate the people in Pima County. Oh, and the wall of shame. That was that was the uh, the, the the COVID ready. She basically, you basically turned neighbors seconds. against neighbors in Pima County, and it was probably one of the most disgusting, lowest points in Pima County. And I've been following Pima County government for 14 years. Um, and the other thing is recommending a, uh, uh, having a health director that recommends uh, uh, policies that increase learning loss and, more importantly, teen, su- teen suicides seconds. has been horrible. So I'm just saying she is an absolute no. And Katie, if you're watching this video, you should ask her to pull out and Thank get a new you. one. This Thank one's you. over. Danny Sawaya. 
This is Danny who owns Tucson Strength on Wilmot and Speedway, and he has fought this battle better than no, better than Thank anybody. Thank you all for uh, letting us testify today. My name is Danny Sawaya. I'm the owner of Tucson Strength, and I'm here today to speak on my experience with Dr. Cullen's policy and decision-making in Pima County. During the pandemic, her leadership and direction should be looked at as a series of missteps, not a roadmap to success and promotion. We can no longer hide behind the science we had at the time. There were many people speaking out against the poor policies of closing down businesses, limiting occupancy, curfews, snitching websites, and forcing businesses to enforce mask mandates. We should be promoting those leaders that didn't buy into fear in politics to make the biggest mistake our generation has seen. We knew masks were not effective, stay-at-home orders did more harm than good, and vaccine mandates weren't what we hoped they would be. Many of us without medical degrees knew this, predicted this, and we were silenced. There were medical professionals speaking out against these policies. These are the people we should be promoting during this time, people who knew what was going on and had the foresight to avoid these catastrophic mistakes. Dr. Cullen continually stood behind and promoted these policies to create more chaos. Even after... Uh, the state government passed laws against the forceful use of masks and all the COVID restrictions. Pima County mandates were not lifted due to Cullen's leadership. They doubled down and said they would continue to enforce mask mandates in Pima counties for the 90-day window between law going into full effect at the state level. I was threatened more times than I can count as a business owner of being reported seconds. to the county for not complying with these mandates. I found it completely inexcusable that as our health director, never once did she mention how to improve our health during the pandemic. We knew early on that individuals that exercise, eat healthy, and the best outcomes were the best outcomes against COVID-19. Instead, Dr. Cullen's leadership promoted the closing of gyms, wearing of masks, seconds. and exercise, uh, wearing masks while you exercise. How can you be the director of health and not talk about proven ways to improve our health? Thank you. Thank you. So it was so great to see Danny do that because no guy has fought more, suffered more, right? And he really brought it back to me, right? How many of our brothers and sisters who own businesses for this narrowly focused control grab by the Cullens, Huckleberries, Adelita Grijalvas, Rahina Romero's of the world, right? Where you push them to the edge, right? They didn't know where their next dollar was coming, right they're worried about their they're worried about their employees they're worried about the future of a business they're worried about paying the damn mortgage and you know oh they could have got ppp blah 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 not everyone got ppp right there's a lot of people who got pp who shouldn't have got ppp who's horse crap but i'm telling you it was so good when i said it was cathartic if you suffered under dr cullen and Chuck Huckleberry, and then Jan Lesher after that, and Jan made it better, but I'm just telling you, I think better, but who knows? Adelita Grijalva, Matt Hines' horse crap, Rex Scott, listen to this. Just play it in the background of your of, of, while you're doing work today, in the car. I know it sounds like a loser. You want to listen to some music? I want you to listen to this. It's amazingly cathartic. Hoffman and the other two senators made her admit in a, at, at a testimony at the Senate how much she stunk and how much they blew it and how they don't even believe in half the stuff that they did. I mean, she didn't say, oh, on retrospect, you know, this is what we had, but I guess, you know, after you know, you were looking at it, maybe it wasn't the right move. She didn't say that. She said, yeah, we didn't, you know, it didn't really do, it didn't really, didn't do much. 
right? The curfew. Oh, yeah, 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 I guess it didn't really do much. What are you doing? This is not numbers. These are people's lives and livelihoods. And the idea that, you know, they all want to ignore the amount of suicides, right? And the learning loss and the delayed health care that has caused a swath of misery and death on people. Got to go le- share this with as many people as possible. They need to hear it because if you're waiting for the Arizona Daily Star or KOLD to do the right story on this, you're going to be here for about a hundred years. Don't let this, don't let them get away with covering up Cullen because she screwed with a lot of you. She screwed with your kids, your grandkids, your dying relatives. She is part of the cabal that screwed you during this. And there's not one. She doesn't. There's no apology. She's not apologizing for anything. You were just part of it. She was going to focus down on the numbers of cases and the rest of it was like, yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll have we'll have a study about it later. So, Dr. Cullen, you're, you're a miserable, miserable woman, miserable in over your head now and if you if they elevate her to the state health director god help us imagine having another corona press conference with the with katie and her how's that for no confidence uh what do you think about that dr cullen have a great weekend